putting it where they put it. Well, I mean that for land and all kinds of other reasons, but it's because mm. uh, they want it to be, it's going to be so eye catching and full of light that it's going to mm. draw you to the back of the land, you know, for sure. Cause really uh, uh, space mountain is not quite as glamorous as Tron is going to be. Right. Uh, well, yeah, that's probably. <laughs> Can you fair. imagine side by side? Oh, it's this be big white building and then this hyper brand new futuristic light right. coaster. You Completely know. Completely true. Um, so um, the first time so we, some, somebody talked to me about that, like I said, I was like, that can't be the real name for it. But it is the real name for it. And a, a couple days ago, I was like, why? Yeah, right. Why? Why would you call it that? It's it's an odd choice, you know. You couldn't call it a hook, right? Or a, a beacon, or you know, something more interesting. And I honestly first thought that it was like a term of the day that like a lot of people use that phrase back back in the day. Uh-huh. That it was just commonly known for everybody. Yeah. Um. And so everybody just would call it, you know, the weenie. Um. As in, whatever. But no, it's very specific to Disney, right? It's very, very specific to Disney, which and I found really interesting. Honestly. You on a quest and you told you figured out why? <laughs> I did some snooping because yeah. that's what I do. I'm a snooper. Yeah. Um, so Walt uh obviously grew up during uh the thirties, forties. Depression, right? Uh-huh. Um and it was a it was a different time. Uh, different words were used for lots of things and whatnot. Um, but beyond that, when Walt was working on his plans for Disneyland, he uh, he had a dog. Yeah, <laughs> and you know the dates for me are a little fuzzy, so forgive me if the they don't all line up exactly, but. He had a favorite dog that inspired the scene in Lady and the Tramp where the dog pops out of the hat box. Oh. Uh, and he um, he loved this dog, apparently. And That's we all sweet. we all know those people that are dog people mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah, I have family, but my dog kind mm-hmm. of people, right? Mm-hmm. And um this dog apparently loved Walt Beck and would follow him everywhere. Uh, it was always happy to see him, that kind of thing. Oh, that's sweet. Gotta love a, do- uh, a loyal dog, right? Yeah. Um, and Walt, as he, you know, Walt was a hardworking guy. I assume sure. he was always tired. He was always working on something, right. you know, that kind of, of hard work and kind of kind of thing and he would get home and the dog would be happy to see him and so for a treat he would get two hot dogs out of his refrigerator and uh the dog would be glued to him and wherever he would move the hot dog the dog would obviously follow (laughs) um we've all seen dogs like that like if you have a ball or something they they won't take their eyes off it as you move it around um and he had a great time with this dog uh and they would sit and eat their their hot dogs together right yeah except walt doesn't didn't call them hot dogs he called them weenies because that's what they called them back in the day. Yeah, they even have a sand in California, um, Disney's California Avenger. Yeah, that's called award-winning weenies, right, or something like that. Award wieners. 
Award winners. That's it. Um, And so, you know, it's one of those things that like you kind of chuckle at your grandparents when they say things funny. You say they have weird terms for things that you're like, what did you call that? Grandpa, we don't use that word anymore. Yeah. (laughs) And and weenie, well, it's, you know, it's it's become it's to mean lots of things, but it's just not something that people usually use to talk about. Yeah. sausages or hot dogs anymore not anymore um so when they were working on disneyland he said to the the people he kind of relayed this story about his dog mm-hmm. and said what i want is a weenie to <laughs> draw the the crowds into areas that we want their eyes to go to and to kind of lure them forward yeah and the term just kind of stuck, apparently, where you have full-on uh, CEOs of Disney even now using the term a weenie. That's hilarious. Which I just, you know, it, we all have those friends that say things that get stuck in your vocabulary right. too. Um, and it just, it becomes second nature and you don't think about it. <laughs> so I'm wondering if this is, wasn't something along those lines where Walt said it so often and people referred to it as that so often that it just became that. Just becomes, just gets stuck with the park history now. Right. Because mm. like really like you and I, anytime I see anyone doing anything even remotely weird or off, I am always saying, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> doesn't matter who it is. I just say it. To anybody, and now it's just in my vernacular. I see some. I see somebody running a red light. I'm like, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. Hilarious. And so I think it's probably along those lines as where this this term came from, and then stuck for a lot of people. So got so Walt. It's very much a Walt story. He's the one that came up with it. It's him. And the reason why is because of he's referring to us as his cute little puppy dogs, <laughs> essentially guiding us around the park. And I fall for it every time. You're a, you're a fan. <laughs> Do you have a favorite I, weenie in the park that you would be like, oh, every time I see that, I need to head that direction? Well, Space Mountain is definitely that. Even though it's, it, you know, nowadays it literally just looks like a, it's just white concrete, yeah. you know? Uh, I can imagine at the time it was really cutting edge and looked really cool. I mean, even the first time I saw it, it looked really cool from the outside. I mean, it's not a it's not an average building for right. sure. Yeah, but the, I mean, it, they're all throughout the park. Everywhere you go, the Matterhorn is one of the is probably one of the most famous ones. It's for why sure. they built it that way, right? Like, yeah. it's the reason they didn't want it to just be a metal coaster, is to guide you through the park that way. Yeah, yeah. So those are all really good ones. One of the ones that's the that I liked the best mm-hmm. was the. Uh, mickey's sorcerer's hat that was at um hollywood studios uh-huh i love that one i think you were one of the few literally one of the few i was so uh taken back that everybody hated it so much because it was only a temporary yeah um because it was blocking the real one <laughs> the chinese theater yeah well and here's the thing about us disney fans is we are so upset about every change we we get mad mm-hmm. we get sad mm-hmm. we have we 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 are actors. We have all the emotions when it comes to <laughs> things being added and removed from our parks. And so when they put the hat in, everybody was like, oh my gosh, this, this is just the worst. No, you know? it's funny. People were so mad about it. And then 
years later, I don't know how long it stayed there. Like probably 10 years. I was about to say like a decade that uh -huh. that hat was there. They announced that they're taking it down and people were like, what? You can't dig <laughs> it down. And it's like, you hated it 10 years ago. Now? Well, I totally thought they should have just moved it to somewhere else on the property if at all possible. Mm. It feels like it would be the kind of thing that Disney could do, right? I felt like that they could have turned it into a store even. Like oh, put it yeah, on the roof yeah. of a store. Oh, that would have been fun on the roof. Yeah. I put it on the roof because underneath the hat for a long time there was like pin trading it was like a, a pin shop underneath uh, the hat okay that's a good idea so th i think they could have moved it i don't know quite honestly what they've done with it since i mean once you take that down what do you do with that like i think they literally just cut it up and threw it away oh recycled it into something i bet you here here's another thing that they definitely could have done since all these people were very upset about the hat going away, they could have punched it into like just Mickey shapes, like use a metal press and punch Mickey shapes out of it and just sold it off. People oh, yeah. would have paid money to have a piece of the sorcerer hat that was in uh, Hollywood Studios. Did we just recently hear that Disney starts selling off pieces of their old carpet? That was in Vegas. Ah, Vegas. Which, did it. yuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyone that's been in a Vegas. No, they said it was like new carpet. That it was, in the it was for patching, but for, so, does anybody look at the carpet in a, in a casino and go, Ooh, you know what I need? You know what I'd like <laughs> this. Yeah. Uh, but this, if you had a, if you had a hat that was pun punched into Mickey heads, mm -hmm. right? I think you could sell that off real easy. You know what I think does need a good weenie in it, though, is right there next to the uh, Chinese theater in mm -hmm. in, in Hollywood Studios. Uh -huh. They have like the arch, right? Yeah. That's right to the side of that. That and looks I'm like the MGM studio yeah, arch. Yeah, it's like a total ripoff of that. Like that doesn't make sense to me. And then beyond that is the, like all the Star Wars stuff beyond that point, you know, like the Star Wars Bay and stuff, you know? And it feels like a lot of it's blocked because that arch. And so you see the arch and just assume that everything behind it is there's nothing there and then there is quite a bit of stuff back there so like if that was gone or moved or taken out or something like i don't i think that it seems odd to me that it's there and mm. blocks your view from beyond what it, everything that's hidden behind it that's just my own personal opinion yeah. all you disney fans out there tell me how wrong i am because <laughs> they probably love the arch or something but i think um hollywood studios is going through a bit of an identity crisis lately it's not 100 percent sure what it is uh, they have movie things all over it, but I don't think it has a cohesive story in any way, shape, or form. Because you have the Black Spire Outpost, the Star Wars area, which is right next to Toy Story Land. Yeah. Which is right next to Municiburg. Why? Which is right next to that gated area where the Little Mermaid show is for yep. some reason. Then you have the Tower of Terror that's right next to the Aerosmith coaster. That's a good point. I mean, it's just, it's, it feels just like a mishmash of random things all over this park. And I think that's part of the reason why they don't necessarily have outside of the tower of terror. I don't know that that park has a weenie that uh. you head towards. I mean, maybe, maybe now with the black spire outpost, they might have that in the back, but in general, I feel like that whole park is just kind of shrugging, going, ah. Yeah, because there's even a big Woody toy in Toy Story Land, right? That you see when you're walking in that's really big and you'd yeah. almost imagine him at the end. 
Yeah. But he's more in the front inviting you in, which is almost what they do with the most in that park. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Um, yeah. I think that the Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom is super cool. It's a phenomenal one. Yeah. To see how much work they put into a tree, crazy. Well, and that's, I mean, here's some more information for those of you that may not have it. It's built on an oil rig. They literally brought an oil rig in to build the Tree of Life up on and then carved all these animals into the bark. It was such a labor of love, I think, for these artists and for Animal Kingdom in general that it only makes sense that when you see it as you're entering, you're like, wow, look at that. And that, I think, is the the main purpose of the weenie is to say i've got to head to that right whatever that is i need to get closer to that it's true story that is very true yeah it's pretty great and if you think they can move an oil rig all the way from the gulf of mexico Uh you i think that they could move mickey's hat somewhere on property (laughs) i would agree (laughs) you would just I still think I'd, it's possible. I'd be fascinated. Maybe I'll do some snooping in to see what they did with Where the hat went. Yeah. and see if they did actually did anything interesting with it. Yeah, I keep trying to talk you into making that to a patch of some kind or somehow the Mickey Sorcerer's Hat because I love yeah, it so much. Yeah, my only problem with the Sorcerer's Hat is that there is already so much merchandise with the Sorcerer Hat on it mm. that it, it's not it, it's not very on brand it's for us obscure. to be obscure. But... <laughs> um, Maybe if we come up with a new way, but honestly, Mickey's more well-known in the Sorcerer hat than he's known for his normal clothes. Wow, that's a very good point. So, yeah, you know, maybe we could look into finding something cool like that to do with the Sorcerer hat. I don't know. Yeah, completely true. I guess Magic Kingdom is one that's most known for their their eye-catching properties that draw you to the back of them. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that do the best, like Disneyland does the most. Yeah, They're the ones that draw you through the land. As I'm thinking through the other ones, all the other parks are not great at it, really. Well, Epcot, the ball is right in the front. Yeah. So, I mean, that... Draws you to the gate. Draws you into the <laughs> gate, I suppose. And it's always impressive to see. It still is. It, 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 just standing under it, you're like, I didn't realize it was this big. That's what I said when I first saw it. It like, didn't even feel real. And then you found out you could go in it, and you were like, what? I had no idea. A ride inside of that thing? No idea. Crazy. <laughs> Super crazy. Who comes up with these weenies? <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, like we said, Hollywood Studios kind of has the Chinese theater in there, um, which is kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, Animal Kingdom has the Great Tree. Um, the one I wish that Disneyland did have more of a eye-catching object would be in Adventureland. Mm. It's all pretty similar all through there. Um, I guess maybe, maybe the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, or I guess it's the Tarzan Treehouse now, might yeah. count as that kind of thing. You barely even see it until you're like right up on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you go right into New Orleans Square, which the whole thing is, to me is, you know, an eye-catching, draw-you-in type of a place. But maybe the whole point at Disney was to draw you as far back as possible, so they put, you know, Splash Mountain back there. Yeah. Which obviously pulls you in that direction. Very much does. The castle leads you into fantasy. Uh, I guess the Matterhorn would draw you in kind of to fantasy. It's around that area, right? Yeah. Um, 
Isn't that why a lot of people got upset about the um, <clears throat> the circular ride that's right in front of Tomorrowland that they want it taken out of the walkway because it blocks your view from the front? Yeah, the the little spinny rocket ride yeah, that they like have. Astro Orbiters, I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not... I wouldn't say that it's an eyesore, but it definitely isn't normal for Disney to plop a ride right in the middle of the entryway. Right. Uh, just just from a crowd perspective, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Maybe that was the idea is to start bringing the icons closer to like get you over there to then mm. get you down the walkway. Maybe it was too far because it used to be on top of the people mover clearing the back like it is right. everywhere else, right? Yeah. That's what you tell me anyway. I've <laughs> never seen it. Um, so they're like, yeah, let's put it right in the front so people won't miss it. <laughs> well and not to mention it's also you just bake in line on like in True. california standing in line for that looks awful because literally everybody's just burning yeah. <laughs> while they stand in line maybe they put it there to block the view of what tomorrowland looks like Ooh, <laughs> she does need a little bit of love yeah poor little tomorrowland uh but anyway now now we know the all story. of our listeners know the story of the disney weenie why it's such a big deal and what it is uh, do you have a favorite one? Quite let frankly, I just want a hot dog now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> if you have a favorite one, let us know. Uh, but it's like I always say, be careful what you say at work because it might stick around for a really long time. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.